Do you sometimes feel like you're stuck in life? Do you feel like you have so much more potential locked inside that just is yearning to get out? Well, you're in luck because today we're going to be talking about how to awaken the giant within. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? So today we're talking, we're going to each give three quick tricks for how to awaken the giant within. And I think, you know, all of us have these areas in our lives where we wish we'd be a little bit more than we are. So hopefully after listening to this episode, we'll all have some handy hints for how to maybe be a little bit more than what we are. Yeah, you know, it's right? funny. I think we all, we all wish that, right? That we could be like that, that, you know, on top of our game in some area. And the worst part is I think most people probably can't, <laughs> or at least they can send, ascend pretty damn high if they, you know, if they really committed. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Most of the times we talk ourselves out of it. We're like, man, I really wish I could do that. Ah, but I'm not that type of person. Yeah. Or it's like, ah, that's too hard. Or that's only for the select few. And most of that is garbage. So let's get started. Yes, with big fixes. <laughs> My first one for how to awaken the giant within is slow down and listen. Because I think nowadays everybody's moving so fast. Everybody's up to so many different things that we don't actually listen to what we're put on this earth for. Like I heard, I think it was TD Jakes or someone say, like, I would hate to die and never do what I was born to do. Like, you know, all of us have these things that we could potentially do that could be monumental, but we just get caught up in secondary activities like updating Instagram or liking everybody's Facebook post or all these different things. And yeah. we totally miss out. We go through our whole life and then we end up in the graveyard with everyone else and all those lost dreams. So kind of slowing down and listening allows for whatever needs to come up to actually percolate for you to actually hear it. Dude, that's like so important too. Cause I think people forget that like how much time and money is spent on research and development to make people click and get the endorphins and feel good. Like to literally be distracted for TV, for YouTube, for social media, for every form of entertainment that exists, which is like infinite now, you know I mean? Yeah. It's like, there's so much research done. So it's like, you know, it is literally in a sense against you. And I think it, it is, it's crucial. Like if you can stop and listen, I mean, if you've ever done like a, you know, where you give yourself a break from all technology, take like a, a hiatus from it. Like it's amazing how different you feel and how much of a break that can like really change how you think and how you reflect on your own self and like your own, you know, what's going on inside. And I think that's a, it's an awesome one. So important. Huh. Which kind of goes well with my first one, too, which is commit to new um, positive routines for self-betterment. And I stated this, like, purposely kind of vaguely, but what I meant is I think, you know, usually when we want to, like, really, I think, change ourselves, as soon as we start committing to new routines that are really aimed at bettering ourselves, like, we talked about this before, you get this sort of snowball effect, you get exponential growth, and, like, just doing one thing, incorporating one thing, all of a sudden, you know, later in the road, you'll have two and then three. And, like, you'll just start to see changes in your life. I mean, it literally worked that way for me. I think it worked that way for you. Like, it's a very nice, you just see the progression once you start committing to it. And it's a great point because success is always intentional. And, like, success <laughs> in whatever area of your life. But, you know, just look at anyone, like, Zuckerberg or Bill Gates or Elon Musk or Edison Ford, all of them were not successes because they sat around getting high all day, eating junk food and watching reruns on TV. You know, they got they they became successful because they implemented positive routines in the direction of where they want to go in life. 
So yeah, that's a good one. Cool. So my second one is face your fears because most, I would say I've heard this and I've found this to be true in my own life that like most of the stuff that you actually want is right on the other side of your fear. Like you just have to get through it and then it's there. And so like the, the tip for this is do what you know you're avoiding doing because most of us know something that we should be doing. We're not doing it. It's causing us a lot of stress. So if you just do that thing that you're avoiding, that will automatically like open up doors in your life. Dude, it's like, I mean, that's 100% true, I think. You know, the fears, the things we're avoiding are the things we really want most of the time, or they're the things causing us, like you said, the most stress. I mean, especially, like, I think you see it really clearly when you look at like problems with relationships and stuff, the things that are always nagging in the back of your mind, that if you just address them, it's like, oh, you know, then it's no longer a problem. You feel this weight lifted. So I think it's a such a good example because if you don't turn towards your fears, you're always actually, your life is always being dictated by running away from them and not essentially doing what you want. So I think that's like, it's, it's a hard thing to do, but it's important. That goes really well with my second one too, which is just don't settle. I think this is important because I think for a lot of us, you know, really reaching our you know, trying to be the best we can be awakening that giant, it means you have to not settle. It means you have to keep pushing yourself. It means you have to keep trying to do something new, trying new things, facing your fears, right? You have to be sort of confronted by all these things in your life that actually will make you a better person and make you change yourself. And that only comes when we don't stop, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a great one because a lot of people get caught up in being comfortable. You know, like they're in they're they're uncomfortable at the moment. So they'll do just enough to get out of this discomfort and then they'll stop. Whereas if they just kept going and kept going and going, never really giving up, then they could get to new levels where they wouldn't have to keep falling back down to this uncomfortable part. Yeah. So my last one is to have faith and to chase your dreams. And I'm not saying like have faith in some God or anything like that. I'm saying having faith in yourself that you can handle whatever life throws at you and then pursue your dreams because really they're given to you as evidence that you can do them. It's just shown (laughs) to you in advance. So if that's your dream, that means that you can do it. You just need to actually go for it. And so if you just keep at it and have faith, eventually you'll get there. Or if not, you'll die trying. And still, that's a pretty good way to live your life. Yeah. yeah, it's way better not to. You know, it's so funny too. It's like I think like ninety percent of getting some doing something is just having faith that you can do it too. It's just believing that you can because as soon as you believe you can't, you you immediately put a, a wall up in front of yourself and it's over. I mean, you have to have that faith initially to even get started. So I think that's such a good one. It's so important. Um, I like that too because it does kind of go on my last one too, which is compete against yourself and your idols. And I thought, you know, we talked a lot about this, about, you know, like the errors people make of comparing themselves to others outside in the world, like self comparisons are crucial because you actually see the amount of change and the amount of development and the amount of progress you've made in your life, whether it's from yesterday or a year or five years or 10 years. But the reason why I also said your idols is like, we can learn so much by looking at, you know, what great people have already done, the way they've already lived their lives. We can learn from their mistakes. So if we look at that, we can also avoid them and not make the same mistakes, and in a sense, be ahead of the game, right? As we're, you know, as we're progressing forward and moving forward. So I think that's a really good kind of way to think about how we should evaluate ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. You can look at yourself comparing how you've been previously 
And also I like what you say with comparing yourself to your idols, because that's something that I did a while ago. Whereas instead of looking at their results, because that's what everybody looks at. Everybody's like, oh, <laughs> Musk is a billion, a multi hundred billionaire or whatever he is. They're always looking at the results. What I did was I looked at the actions they were taking. I was like, oh, he's working 16 hours a day for the past 20 years. Okay, once I work 16 hours a day for 20 years, if I'm not where he is, then I'll complain. But until I get to that point, let's just work a little harder. So I think that's a really good one because you can use what they do to actually get what they get if that's what you're interested yeah. in. Yeah. Cool. So there you have it, everybody. Six quick little fixes for how to awaken the giant within. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. Make sure to listen on all the podcasting services and also on YouTube. I'm Randy. That's Danny. I'll see you later, Danny. Later, Randy.